0: Hi, I am Rajiv and I am the host of this new podcast by A Few Things Marked. This is a series about things you can learn from people around you or the ones who are still on their path to attain perfection. So please do follow the podcast on Instagram, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Thank you. So today I have with me Mr. Deeraj Muramshetty, a banker by profession and a volunteer and social activist at heart. Deeraj has been volunteering for 12 years on various causes like volunteering during the pandemic, feeding stray animals, animal adoption, and environmental campaigns. For his efforts and services during the pandemic, Deeraj has been recognized as one of the many TSIG COVID-19 warriors by the state government of Telangana. I wanted to know about his story and what he faces on a daily basis and how he overcomes challenges in this journey. So yeah, let's dive into this conversation, shall we? Hi Dheeraj, how are you doing?
1: Uh, Hi Rajiv, I'm good, how are you?
0: I'm good too, thank you. So this call has been (laughs) like scheduled for so long and finally it is happening and I'm glad (laughs) that this is happening. Yeah,
1: it's been like almost like more than two to three weeks now. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, Dheeraj, so what do you do in general, both uh, professionally and in your social works? Can you explain a bit?
1: So basically, like every other 25 year old, I am also an engineer by education. Uh, But uh, professionally I am a banker, like I am working for Union Bank of India and I have been working with Union Bank of India for the past 6 years now Uh, 2016 so it's almost like 6 years now I have been working and socially I have been volunteering for more than like 12 years now I started my journey of volunteering when I was probably in my plus 2 Okay. So that's almost like 12 years of volunteering now. I've been volunteering for several causes, and uh, yeah. And socially in my free time, like I do multiple things. You probably can say like uh, jack of all and master of none. I do tricks, I do cycling, I, uh, I uh, like I uh, hang out with my friends, uh, yeah, lots yeah. of things.
0: <laughs> Th- that's nice. So uh, what pushed you to do it? Like at the age, like when you are in plus two or something, there should be something that must have pushed you to do this volunteering and uh, stuff. So what was that? Uh,
1: so see, uh, it, it's not like any major incident or anything. Uh, so when we were in like, uh, not even in place to probably like uh, intermediate first year, I guess. So uh, like, uh, one of my school friends, you know, uh, he was volunteering, like, uh, not volunteering you can say, but uh, uh, he he and his group of friends were going for Christmas celebrations, okay? There was okay. some NGO, if I don't, if I remember exactly, it was something called Star NGO something. Okay. So, those NGO guys were celebrating Christmas, uh, you know, with some kids and all. And one of my friends were, uh, you know, volunteering kind of, like, he was asked. And I was also, like, you know, I tagged along. Okay. So uh, that was my first event you can say so I went along with my friends and uh, we were asked to distribute these uh, you know chocolates like the christmas is giving of joy right so mm-hmm. we were asked to distribute a uh, few chocolates to the you know and un- underprivileged kids or like you know these homeless kids at the traffic signals and all yeah and uh, that was like my first event when i was like hardly like 15 years 16 years old <laughs> so okay. Yeah so that was my first event uh, and uh, when I gave those chocolates to the kids like that is not a big thing like you know like uh, as a privileged uh, you know as a privileged uh, person I yeah. I get to eat chocolates and all but for them it's something else like you know they don't get to buy those chocolates or like you know uh, 10 rupees Kit Kat or 10 rupees five star kind of thing they don't usually get that yes. so when we gave them the you know the smile on those uh, small kids and uh, they were hardly of our age like probably like less than like two or three years younger than us. But almost they are similar to RH okay. and uh, they were very, you know, the price, uh, I mean the smile was very precious. Right, so That's right. what I liked uh, on like that particular Christmas Eve right. and I wanted to do more of that. So that's when like, you know, uh, I thought like, see, this was, uh, I really liked it and probably in my free time, maybe I can do more of this. So right. that that's how my volunteering uh, journey began, you can say
0: okay that's that's really nice actually and like uh so you've done a lot of things over the course of last 12 years so like yeah. what do you think like how was the situation back then when you started with respect to how people were volunteering back then and right now with whatever you are doing so there must be a lot of difference right so how was the situation back then
1: uh, so personally for me like you know the volunteering opportunities back then were like very limited you can say like uh Uh, uh, you don't get to, there was no whatsapp or anything as such back then so so you'd have to like whenever I google or something like whenever there is an event it's like the friends of friends or when you attend you know uh, like only through uh, different meets of uh, you know meeting people kind of that is when you get to know that there is this event happening here probably you can go and volunteer and right. uh, so that that is how it was uh, and like one of my school friends only started like after our plus one and plus two so one of my school friend only started uh, his own NGO kind of thing so uh, because of with him like uh, you know he's already been uh, started an NGO and we he used to organize the event. so it was easy for me to get into those events instead of you know searching for something else uh, some, searching for another NGO event which is organized or something so i was directly you know uh, could be easily part of that and right, right now if you tell me it's uh, you know there are plenty of events and there's so many people who wants to volunteer and all that uh, yes. that is like it's 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 easily accessible kind of like now everybody knows like if they want to volunteer what can be done like and they can open whatsapp or like instagram and there's so many ngos they, they require volunteers all that and back then also you know like uh, when you volunteer or like you attend an event and uh, you put it on social media or anything as such people used to say that it's like you're posting kind of like uh, okay you did it it's a good thing but why you're posting it online why you're making it a big uh, thing kind of uh, right. down the line when I see it now it's like it's actually inspiring more number of people like uh, okay this wasn't something to boost around but you know when you've been doing it gradually and when they are able to see the change in down the line like after 12 years so yeah. what has been done in the 12 years now they are getting actually inspired instead of boosting and all now they are actually getting inspired and they want to be a part of this campaigns or like you know they want to be a volunteer too so right. that's the change I've seen in the people and uh, as a volunteer oh,
0: that's that's really good like people are learning that it is important to do things for the society
1: back right yeah, yes maybe with the age i guess people also have grew up or <laughs> i'm mm, not really right. sure but uh, yeah maybe with the age also people have grew up or maybe with the impact people are able to see uh, yeah. but yeah des- definitely the perspective has been changed yeah
0: exactly so like how how was it back then like was it easy to do whatever you're doing like uh did you ever feel bad that that only you or a few people around you were doing this and not many people were there. Was it like that?
1: It was always like that, you know, because okay. I'll tell you, like even for me, it wasn't that easy because okay. uh, 15, to 16 years is a very prime time for education yeah. that, you know, the uh, the future depends on that particular period. Exactly. So even from the home or like, you know, it is always like, why do you want to go there? Why do you want to do that particular event? So yeah. it was usually that, you know, like volunteering is service, but you know, you're actually giving your time. Right. And uh, th- during that, uh, you know, uh, post-teens kind of, it's very important for that time for you. So it right. wasn't that easy to convince parents at home or like, you know, to take breaks at home as well. And, uh, but uh, obviously breaks were necessary and it, it gives me a kind of a self-satisfaction. Okay, I made this person happy today. And right. uh, whenever, like, whenever you are happy, you tend to learn more. Uh, or like you know you can actually put that into uh, course at all, so uh, I mean down the line I realized that like when I uh, after few, th- uh, you know certain uh, to, after 2-3 years when I took my parents also for one of the NGO events kind of so mm-hmm. when they also realize it is actually a good thing so just to, to slowly they are also okay with it but yeah during the initial years it was very difficult for me to you know at home or like uh, I was able to manage both education wise and also you know, volunteering wise, most hardly like uh, it's not a regular event or regular attendance at that point of time. Probably, you know, uh, once uh, one event I used to attend in like three or four months. So okay. that was my scenario back then. And okay. now you probably you say every weekend I'm attending any of the NGO events. But uh, yeah, that back then it was hardly like one event in three to four months or especially during a festival, Sugadi, uh, like, mm. or like, uh, yeah. During that point of time, it was not that major, but yeah, it was like that and whenever I used to go obviously it used to be a scenario like uh, you know uh, I was supposed to meet my friends also uh, or like uh, that's when you get a holiday at the same time you want to attend this event at the same time you want to meet your friends and also what I used to make a habit of like uh, I'll ask my uh, friends also to attend the same event so that we can Mm. get to you know I can inculcate the same habit in my friends and also get to meet uh, my friends spend time with them and also attend uh, the event so that's how I used to manage Mm. Uh,
0: socializing was difficult but you turned it around
1: yeah kind of (laughs) okay
0: so uh, so what do you think like uh, what what is your normal weekend now look like like you said you go to every like every weekend you you'll be in some or the other NGO event or something so nowadays if I ask you or call you up on a weekend or something where would you be normally like what all things are you doing right now Uh,
1: because of the COVID scenario, the, you know in the last one year probably the uh, practical or like you know the physical ensure events have been reduced drastically but okay. otherwise pre- before that uh, there used to so many events like every weekend we used to like uh, there are educational campaigns where we used to go on every Saturday or Sunday we used to go teach them or like uh, uh, as of Oh, as we speak, there is one something called K Milan Tomorrow uh, okay. at one of our schools, Sarah schools. So it's like okay. you know, physical activity uh, training kind of for the kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, every day, almost like every two to three days, we, we go feed the saint dogs. Uh, so that is also there. So it's uh, you can say, uh, irrespective of uh, you know, the cause it can be anything for the betterment of the society and i'll be able to volunteer if the, it could be lake cleaning it could be you know educating the kids or it could be feeding the stray animals or uh, celebrating any kind of uh, you know uh, events with the uh, old age homes or orphanages or uh, you know uh, lake cleaning anything
0: mm-hmm. so that's that's really nice like so you must be very yeah, so busy okay. almost every weekend then.
1: Uh, so it's basically like that. Actually, you know, like uh, if something, uh, some event is happening this weekend, there might be not the same event happening next weekend. And unfortunately, okay. I might be busy this particular weekend. So okay. I make to choose, make a point that like uh, I don't choose the event, kind of. You know, so if it is betterment of the society, and if I'm free particular that particular day, I just go attend that particular event. It's not like you know the cause is important. Uh, But uh, you know and it's not any particular NGO or uh, it's like I have to make it to that No, it's like my free time is there and this particular event is happening right now. So I'll just go attend that Mm,
0: That's really good like whatever is the cause you'll just find a way and if you're free you'll just go there and attend Yes, right, right. Right. So uh, I've heard from a friend that you've uh, fed around 200 stray dogs during the pandemic and last Mm -hmm. year and the before last year so like uh, do you think that we as a society don't care too much about the situation around animals, the street dogs and stuff? Mm-hmm. So, like, are we do are we doing anything to help them, or what should we do, kind of thing, with respect uh, to animals and adoption and stuff? Uh, yeah.
1: So sadly, uh, you know, the perspective towards animals is a very different now. Uh, right. But uh, like uh, during the pandemic in the 2020, during the Covid wave, there was a huge like lockdown and you know all the educational institutions and everything was shut down yes, So yes. like I stay like very nearby to a university called Usman University So there okay. are almost like uh, 150 to 180 dogs were there in that campus okay. And uh, because the university was shut down, there were no hostels, there were no canteens and uh, you know there was basically no food for them yeah. Uh, so like me and my few more friends so what we used to do is like uh, when we went out and all we saw them like they was been starving for so long so yeah. we started to feed them daily uh, you know not to, like not morning afternoon evening kind of but daily at least one meal yeah, once so, in a day yeah. yeah Yeah. once in a day we were you know every day like if i was i am as a because i'm a banker i was an shl services so okay. i I I wasn't able to go every every day to feed but uh, you know my friends was also part of the team so that you know when like uh, pro- we used to share like uh, yeah. Monday, Tuesday one of my friends used to go Wednesday, Thursday I used to go, Saturday, Sunday there used to be another friend so we used to go kind of and we used to put uh, all these utensils on our vehicles like three to four bikes and uh, Mm. We, uh, we used to carry papers and uh, feed them, like uh, feed those dogs And uh, you know, I think uh, when we realized that uh, it's almost like we never, <laughs> the lockdown was never ending right. That it almost, yeah, uh, we fed those dogs for almost more than 180, yeah, almost 150 to 180 days wow. That's almost like, yeah, six five months. to six months oh, wow. Yeah, that's almost like five to six months of the entire lockdown, you can say because uh, the lockdown was uh, wasn't there like after 3 to 4 months lockdown wasn't there but the education institutions didn't yeah. open that fast right, so right. because of that uh, we were uh, yeah we were continuing uh, feeding and all and it's a good thing is that you know the dogs also have been bonded with us so you know we were able to vaccinate those dogs and if the puppies were there we were able to give them on the adoption drive for uh, adoptions and uh, we made a point of you know uh, tying up with you like blue cross and all Mm-hmm-hmm. and we were able to sterilize almost like 80 dogs in that oh. campus
0: that's great. That's uh, great.
1: So yeah, so that is how it's been during the first wave for us. And uh, when it comes to the adoptions and all, like, uh, see, most of the people are breed centric, and slowly uh, it right. is changing right now. Uh, Slowly it is changing, most of the time previously you know when I was an animal lover or like you can say that uh, uh, it's uh, Having a pet at home is like a privilege or like you know it's a status symbol It's not anything like it's an ethical thing, you don't have to have a pet at your home, you can take care of your space So uh, maybe uh, I am not really sure but you know somehow my mom is allergic okay look uh, So, she has a rare blood allergy because of which uh, there are few triggering points like I can't have plants at home, uh, mm-hmm. so like I can't have pets at home, like she's also allergic to sun basically or the okay. dust, uh, okay. so she's also allergic to the you know the animal fur, uh, mm-hmm. so there are few things, so because of that, which I can't have one pet at home. So, but you know, how I turned it out is that like, okay, I can't have pets at home, but uh, I can't, I can have, you know, I can pet them around like in the colony itself. Like there are so many dog strays. So why can't I take care of them? Like it's not necessarily that they have to be inside your home. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So that's how like when I, you know, when I see the volunteers around or like when I see that, you know, they are like. They are selfless So okay. yeah that's how I thought like maybe I can take care of the strays uh, in the colony And uh, yeah that's how it's been And I guess everybody can do that they don't have to be breed specific It's like uh, they are actually you are know, suffocating few of the breeds when you know importing And uh, the breeding culture is very pathetic oh, yeah. if you ask me Like there's so many stray dogs uh, uh many a stray dog stray cats and all available that probably you can adopt one of them from the streets instead of going and buying yeah. So that is, uh, you know, that is what I was People are bringing huskies from abroad and stuff Yeah so there's so many things they don't realize the problem like they, they think that you know like I've seen some of the movie actors or you know influential persons also uh, yeah. You know getting this uh, Saint Bernards, Huskies, mm. and all—they uh, yeah. think that you know they are uh, like they are rich, or you know I'll have a room for the dog, with the AC, and all. But they don't realize, you know, uh, AC won't suffice for them in the long right. run. If, they, if right. they are, for example, Huskies, they need an Atlantic, uh, you know, te- temperature. If you put, if you confine them to one particular uh, room, they right. like okay, you are giving them that weather, but you are not giving them the exercise which they need. Right, correct. So in the down the line, it's not good for the, you know, health and when you take our native breeds or like, you know, they are stray dogs, they survive on garbage. Right, <laughs> So right. you can, you can realize the immunity they have. Correct. So correct. that is the difference people need to understand.
0: Uh, yeah. Hmm, that's, that's good explanation. I, I hope people do understand that adoption is very important right now more than like yeah. you going and buying a breed of your own something like that yeah. so like uh, i wanted to know like you're doing a lot of things like this so how do you manage with your work and these things like uh, how are you able to uh, get through all of this is it easy or is it difficult for you what do you say
1: uh- I mean like see when you enjoy what you're doing, you don't find it difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you can say that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, so when you like few things, you make time for them. You right. Like uh, you are never busy, you actually tend to make time for them. So like yeah, maybe because of that I never found it difficult to um, anything as such. Uh, mm. But yeah, it's, 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 it's not easy you can say, but uh, it is not difficult also like you can manage like uh, probably in the weekends I get to do that or in the evenings after my work or like uh, uh, if I have to go feed the dogs in the morning I can do that like yeah the, right. I mean it, yeah it's you don't have to do it every day as well right so so where well, there's a little it, there's yeah it's like you know it's not of a it's it's not like a hobby anymore for me i've been doing it for so long it's it's the way i live yeah
0: it's part of your lifestyle
1: now it's it yeah it's part of my lifestyle for most of the people you know volunteering as like a hobby just after within the weekends or uh, yeah. you know when there is a special occasion like if there's birthdays then i'll go celebrate uh, it's, it's like that for me it's it's the way of life now that i mean Obviously, it wasn't that easy. During right. the initial stages, I was also like that. But now, it's like I don't have to put so much effort into it. Like, yeah, uh, okay, I'm free now. So, it comes naturally to you, to you now. Yeah, it comes naturally to me now. Like, I'm done with the college, I mean, I'm done with the office right now. Uh, like, early today. So, I'll, I'll attend an event. If it is, you know, I'll get late. Probably, I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. So, that's what I said. Now, like, whenever I get free time, I go choose the course. It's not like there is a cause and I have to make uh, sure that I get free now. No, it's not like that. Whenever I'm free, I just go do it.
0: Right. So that's that's a very good explanation, like how to manage time and how when you like something, you'll do it without uh, worrying about how or how long will it take or something like that. So uh, I'll end this with one last question. So like what are any ideas that you'd like to give to people or to a larger audience so that uh, we won't come across situations like this in the future like with respect to the pandemic thing where stray dogs have been ignored and other volunteering services like what are what are the things or basic things a few things that people can do so that we'll always be taking care of each other in a society like this
1: yeah so during the first wave I was able to you know like feed the dogs and all but during the second wave there wasn't no lockdown so I didn't right. have the necessity to feed the you know go feed those stray dogs every day because right. uh, you know the education institutions were open, canyons were open. They were able to survive with all that. But during the second wave, what the major issue is that you know uh, the number of cases were drastically increasing every day, and you know uh, the hospitals, the, there was yeah. lots of requirement for the hospitals. There was lot of requirement for the uh, you know oxygen cylinders, and, uh, oxygen c- cylinders. So, I was, uh, you know, I was actually handling one of the major important resources of Oxygen on Hyderabad Covid resources okay. So, that is why actually I won the Co- Telangana Covid Warrior as well So, okay. uh, so I mean like, uh, and that point of time, there wasn't any, uh, you know, uh, system kind of thing It was just the volunteers who were helping each other yeah, Like right. you are putting across on social media <laughs> uh, It's like, you know, the f- uh, friends or the volunteers were your family Right. At uh, right. like, uh, that point of time, you don't see that, you, you know that person, like is he your friend or... No, like there's an oxygen requirement, you just, uh, you know, like uh, get to your resources, find out if there is an availability, if this particular hospital has a bed, vacant bed, you coordinate with the people and make sure, you know, that person that is admitted there and that his life is saved. So, right. uh, you know, when the society becomes uh, a, 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 as a unity, i mean i think it's uh, easy to solve any of the issues so that is what i would you know suggest it's not like you know uh, when uh, and that point of time there wasn't anyone expecting any kind of rewards or anything like are isko help karne se mujhe mil or anything as such. Ari, right. like, uh, that happiness itself that self satisfaction is what is important and uh, you know uh, that's what like uh, you don't have to uh, if there is any necessity, like if you want to celebrate, you don't have to go search an NGO or like uh, the particular event and all. Like, there's lots of requirement in your surroundings. Like probably you can help your mate or you can help your watchman down the line. Uh, uh, you can help your kids, mate kids or anything. Uh, there's so many, so much of requirement uh, in your surroundings as well. You don't have to yeah. require an NGO or anything as such to volunteer or like that. So that is what I would suggest and when everybody comes together in the unity, I think it would be a better place. Yeah,
0: sure, definitely. So, uh, Dheeraj, I think it's been a wonderful conversation with you so far. Uh, I I have one more question for you. Uh, <laughs> I want you to ask me yeah. a question so that like it will be even. <laughs> like any question that you want okay. to ask. Okay, so
1: yeah, so I mean like... Uh, I mean how did you get into this passion of you know blogging and uh, interviewing people what like what made you do this
0: Uh, I'm basically a writer so I am interested in writing stories and all so last year like during the pandemic I I got this like I got into listening to podcasts and stuff so it was very fascinating for me to listen to stories of people so I thought maybe I should also do this, wherein I'll look for people who are doing great stuff around me. I'll make an effort to contact them, get in touch with them and then try and tell their story to other people or to a better audience or greater audience if possible. So that is what made me do it and this is my second episode, I think. Like in the first one I did it with a friend oh. about motorsports and stuff so now this will be about volunteering and stuff oh, nice. So I'm really glad that you agreed to this and I'm very happy that we finally <laughs> made it happen after two weeks So yeah
1: I am very glad that you know I was your second uh, you know second invitee you can say <laughs> Yeah I'm very glad on that and it's it's a very noble job Uh, I can say that you know you are bringing the individual stories to a mass audience and you know uh, you never know who might get inspired listening to what or saying what so like yeah that is the point like one particular person exactly one particular person listens to our conversation and you know he tends to volunteer I think you and I both will be winners
0: exactly exactly. so I hope many people listen to this and get uh, get into volunteering and stuff so hopefully let's keep our fingers crossed for that so yes. uh thank you Deeraj uh, I yeah. hope you had you have ha- you enjoyed this conversation as well thank you
1: yes yes thank you so much uh, finally we made it yes yes
0: finally <laughs> uh, I think uh, we can end it now <laughs>